Hey guys, so this episode is going to be a little different than my last one. Um, I wanted to talk about life. You see, I've been having a real rough time lately. And I don't know what it is. You see, lately I've been thinking a lot about the past. And how I've gotten to this point. The story is... I fell in love with a guy. We dated on and off for a long time. The first time we dated, we dated for almost a year. The second time we dated, we ended up only dating a few months. But for some reason, he's still always in the back of my head. You see, the problem with love is the fact that it doesn't really go away. You can hope and hope and keep going for it, but it never really goes away. You know what I mean? So I decided to talk a little bit about love. So today I read an old message. It was about a year ago, almost a year ago. It was when I finally broke up with the guy for the second time. The first time he broke up with me, but the second time I left. I left because he decided to distance himself from me. I just, I had wished that he would have talked to me instead. But what happened was he believed that by distancing himself from me, that I wouldn't be hurting whenever it happened. And then I'd eventually just break up with him just because of the distance. That's not what happened. Of course I still loved him. You don't just fall out of love because someone stops talking to you. But of course what happened was he fell out of love with me. And I just couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't handle it anymore, the silence and the fake I love yous. I would text him good morning every morning, and some days I wouldn't even get a text all day. That's the point we had gotten ourselves into. I don't regret breaking it off with him. What I regret is letting it go on for so long, giving myself this false hope that he would change. People don't really change. Unless they want to. I've known this guy for almost five years now. 
Believe it or not, his birthday's coming up. And this is the first Christmas I've spent without him in about four years, five years. Four or five years, give or take. Even when we weren't dating, when we were just friends, because we started off as best friends. We all get this fantasy or fairy tale fantasy of um, being able to date our best friend and it being the best thing in the world. Well, I went through that. I dated my bestest friend in the whole wide world. He was the only one I ever trusted with anything. And the problem is you don't get over love with your best friend. If there's anything I regret in my life, it's, this, it's the fact, the one thing I should have done long ago, to walk away. You see, humans don't know when to walk away. We hold on to this false hope that maybe, just maybe, it could happen. Maybe, just maybe this, maybe that. There's this small chance that something can happen. And like fools, we run towards it. Anyway. So... The way it started was I met this guy. I always went for the shy, quiet ones. I don't know why. I've always been the kind of girl who likes the shy, quiet ones. He didn't talk to anyone, not a single person. And me being me, I wanted to open this guy up. I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to become his friend because he seemed lonely. And I've always liked talking to people who were quiet, mysterious. I don't know. It was in band my sophomore year, band camp. He didn't talk to a single person during band camp. And for some reason, I wanted him, I wanted to be the person that he talked to. About a month and a half goes by of sophomore band. And after a month and a half of trying to always, always communicating first, always talking first, he finally talked to me first. And I don't know what it was. I was so happy of the fact that he finally came up to me and started talking to me first. That's when it all started, the friendship. I got his number from another girl in my section who had his number and I asked him, do you want to sit on the bus ride with me to Coronado? Cause I didn't, 
I just wanted, I wanted to sit with him. I already knew I was getting feelings. So yeah, he said yeah, and we sat next to each other. For some reason, we played that stupid game Flappy Bird when it was still out. Still when it was at the peak of gaming. So we sat there together playing Flappy Bird, knowing that I was terrible at it and he was good at it. With all the snacks and stuff on the BAM bus to Coronado. It was only a 30 minute trip. But it was a good one. It was when our friendship really like started, when it first began. After that, we texted like every day, every single day. We were always talking to each other. We we didn't talk at lunch or anything, but we texted all the time. And I even started eating lunch in the um, band cafeteria thing. We had a little room where we just us band kids would eat. It was the weirdest thing. But I even started eating there with my other friends just so that I could, you know, have that little extra time of seeing him. Dumb, I know, but what can you do? I was a sophomore. So anyway, Zia comes along, which is like one of the biggest competitions my school did for band. And that was a bumpy ride. It was the day I should have asked him out, but I didn't. It was the day a girl stole him away from me. You see, I really liked him. And we were best friends, but there was another girl more straightforward than I was at the time. I'm not going to say her name out loud because I don't like calling people out. But the fact is this girl... She knew that I had already liked him, but she still yet went for him. And I tried my best that day to get closer to him. But in the end, on that night when we were driving back, I didn't have the courage to tell him. I didn't have the courage to sleep on his shoulder or, you know, any of that girly stuff. few weeks go by and him and Kira get together and I remain the best friend that she's jealous of and we stayed like that for a really long time still hanging out all the time and talking and eating lunch together a whole big group of friends talking Until one day, way along in the future, they'd been dating for, I'm going to have to say at least eight months. We used to text each other, I love you, best friend, all the time. I always meant it, but I always thought he just meant it as a 
you know, we're best friends, sibling kind of love. But one day he said, Alicia, I, I love you and not in a best friend way. And that's where the whole ordeal really started. You don't know how happy I was that day to finally hear that he loved me, that he liked me. After all this time of me trying to push away feelings so that I had a best friend. And then finally, it happened. He ended up breaking up with that girl. And... It went really well for a few, for about half, I'm gonna have to say three months. Those three months were the best months of my life. We hung out almost every day. We talked every day. We were so happy. No jealousy. Just happiness. A little later is when everything, all of the bad stuff started to happen. He started getting really protective, jealous. I don't really remember what happened that made everything go wrong because it was so long ago. All I remember is the fact that everything went wrong. It got to this point where he was so jealous of everyone that I couldn't talk to anyone but him. I couldn't listen to music. I couldn't fall asleep until he told me I could. I was in an abusive relationship. I had to do whatever he said. And for some reason, in my brain, that was okay. I don't know why, but love makes you do crazy things. I didn't see it that way. I didn't see it as an abusive relationship. In my brain, I loved him, and he was only doing this because he loved me. I was obviously wrong. We ended up breaking up because I had to get my wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. I know, that sounds crazy, but... My wisdom teeth needed to be taken out while I was under anesthesia. Because I have a really high um, pulse, and they were... Afraid that I was going to have a heart attack if they just sedated me. So they had to put me under anesthesia. Put me all the way to sleep. He didn't like that. We argued and we argued and we argued. And then he broke up with me. I still remember it like it was yesterday. He broke up with me. 
we got back together a while shortly. It still wasn't good. We had headed into the new school year and we were just always fighting. Always fighting. Got to the point where none of our conversations were even pleasant anymore. And then he broke up with me a few days before my birthday. That was, that was the final breakup of that long wave. He broke up with me and he got with another girl almost a week later. I was devastated. It was this chick I didn't I didn't even like her before. I haven't I never liked her since like middle school, elementary. I don't even remember at this point, but he got with this chick almost a two or three days after we we broke up. It was heartbreaking. It was devastating. Not even gonna lie. My heart basically got ripped in two. It hurt. Fast forward to a little over a year ago. We were still really close friends. He was with this new chick, Jackie. She had broken him into pieces. This girl was way more jealous and clingy. I was never the jealous type and I never understood people who were, but this chick, she broke him. I remember that night, him crying. He's never cried to me, but I remember him in my arms while he's crying. He was this devastated that she was leaving him. I remember sitting up late nights, him coming to my house, only because he wasn't able to sleep anywhere else. Because he needed someone to sleep next to him. It wasn't like a romantic thing at first. It was just both of us falling asleep on the floor while talking. And then eventually it ended up moving to my bed and we would just sleep in my bed. Then he kissed me. I remember the feeling of him kissing me again. My whole body was on fire and my stomach was flying.
from that day on, it was more of a casual kind of relationship. We weren't together, but we were doing a lot of couple things. Sleeping together, not in a sexual way. But we did <laughs> kiss a lot. I don't know, I guess kissing was our way of being intimate without having to get intimate. Because the thing is, with our first relationship, the sex was the, la the thing keeping us going in the end. It was that intimacy that was keeping us together for so long. I think we were afraid on the second round that if we got too intimate too quickly, it would all go downhill again. We were scared to get back together. And when we finally did, my heart soared. Fast forward to about a month into the relationship. I had to move out of my previous house where we lived really close to each other. And I moved way into town. That's where things started going downhill. He started talking to me less, working more, hanging out with other people more. At first I thought maybe he was just depressed again and needed some space, so I gave him the space. Fast forward about another month. He still wasn't talking to me much. It was painful and it hurt a lot because I knew he fell out of love with me. This is when I broke up with him. I remember the texts asking him, what, ha what did I do? What did I do to deserve it? And him telling me, you didn't do anything, Alicia. It was heartbreaking, to say the very least. The whole conversation was him talking about why he thought distancing himself would help me to not hurt so much. But no, it hurt. It hurt so much. I remember him telling me, you were the best girlfriend I ever had, Alicia. But if I was the best, why do you leave? It's the one thing that plays in my head all the time. I know this was a strange, sad story, to say the least. But I feel like I needed to share it with someone a year later from that text and I'm still here out of a depression I thought I wouldn't be able to get out of yeah I'm still sad it still hurts 
It hurts because I loved him. I really did. And when you love someone, it just doesn't go away. I wanted to share this just in case anyone else felt the same way. You're not alone. It hurts in the moment and it sucks. Believe me, it sucks. I read those texts today and I cried. I cried for about three minutes straight. My advice, don't ever give yourself up for another person. You're beautiful. And no matter who your significant other is, no matter who you love or how much you love them, always remember that you need to love yourself first. I know that sounds super cheesy, but it's the truth. In order to love someone else, you must also, you must love yourself first. Don't rush into things. And even if you love him or her or they or them, whoever you love, if, if they're not there anymore and they don't love you anymore, you need to leave for yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Anyone who listened to this whole long story, I really appreciate you for listening in on this really scary thing to share. Please share this with anyone who you think it could help if this helped anyone. And um, I really appreciate you guys. Never stop loving yourself. Thank you.